and welcome to the 100th episode of the movie podcast. My name is Daniel and joining me today on this incredible milestone of an episode is Shabazz. 100 baby, 100. Here we are. And Anthony. Hello everyone. Happy 100 years. <laughs> Happy 100 years. I'm you like, had to screw that up, eh? <laughs> I just kept thinking, I kept thinking of Lord of the Rings. It's my 100th birthday. Oh, 111th birthday. <laughs> Yo, our episode 111 is going to be our Bilbo episode for 100%. sure. 100%. Um, I can't believe we made it here. I mean, I, I, I was going through my camera roll and just seeing, uh, just, just going back to February. 2019 when we started the show um i knew we were all committed but actually hitting 100 episodes of this main show has been absolutely incredible and i'm so happy that throughout this last hell of a year of this pandemic even though we're not together recording this episode we're still coming together to record and um that means the world to me the show has been amazing and i and i couldn't think of two better people to be doing with every week so thank you how are you guys feeling this week? You know, we're we're not in the greatest spot right now in Ontario, Canada, with uh, where the pandemic is currently. But uh, where's your mental states right now? Shay, I'll start with you. Uh, I, honestly, I, I had a bit of a uh, a moment yesterday where I got I was just really enraged. I was really upset. You know, um, being in Ontario right now, it's been really rough. We've just had a really bad time with COVID. Our numbers are going up higher and higher and the right precautions aren't being taken. Tomorrow, Yesterday, we found out that the police presence is going to be increased. And, you know, it's just, I, I just miss the good old days now. Like, I'm really missing them hard. I just want things to go back to somewhat of a normalcy, get vaccinated, all that. But yeah, just, you know, feeling tough. It's, it's really taking a toll on me. But these, I wish we were together today to record our 100 episode, but um, you know what? We got to be safe and we got to do things the right way and it sucks. It does. It does suck. And honestly, um, shout out to Zencaster because um, this site and this, like this has saved us over the last year of being able to record together and we use it multiple times a week. So it's, it's been so great. And now that we can actually see each other, that's even better. Um, Anthony, how about you? How are you doing this week? Yeah. Um, same with Shay. It's been a been a pretty tough week, especially yesterday um, when the news came out about you know the new restrictions and what we can and cannot do, and the whole it just it kind of it just sets that mood for the next sure. couple of weeks, and you just want to you want to be out, but you can't. You want to be safe, but you can't. It's it's tough. It is, you know, and and I think, you know, for we have a lot of friends in the States and we have a lot of listeners in the States who listen to our show as well, too. Thank you. We hope you're all doing safe. And uh, we're very jealous of the where your country is at right now with the accessibility for vaccinations and everything. So I'm hoping hoping that we we catch up soon. But today, of course, this is the 100th episode of the movie podcast. Uh, If you heard that new introduction at the beginning, uh, I just want to give a shout out to friend and family of the show. Josh Baptista, um, who we we cooked that up, a new theme song for you, and let us know what you think of it. Of course, if you want to write into the show, let us know what you think. Head over to at the movie podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You could write into the show. Let us know what you think of the new theme song. 
Let us know what you're watching or what you're doing. We also have a Discord that you could join as well, too. Make sure you check out the show notes for that and more. Uh, We got some announcements to get to before we dive into this 100th episode special. Of course, you already know our reviews for The Falcon and The Winter Soldier, our recaps and reactions are up now on the movie podcast feed. We have episodes one to five available now. And then, of course, this week we'll have the sixth and final episode of the show. We also have a review for Mythic Quest Everlight, Love and Monsters, Shiva Baby, The Unholy, Godzilla vs. Kong, and more. Just scroll through the feed. Uh, You already know which website to go to, themoviepodcast.ca, or search us up in whatever podcast service you use. We have so many episodes you could listen to. Uh, This week as well, we are doing a giveaway in honor of our 100th episode. We are giving away a $100 iTunes card. This is open for Canadian residents only. We're going to have uh, all the information on our Instagram and Twitter to enter that contest. So make sure you're following us there because you could win some real or realish digital money to buy movies and use for shows and all that fun stuff. Of course, uh, we also uh, we let you know every week that we are affiliates for P-Link. If you run a podcast, P-Link is an essential tool to use. It's going to get you to it's going to get your listeners to the right place on every device Every single time, uh, make sure you check out our show note for our affiliate code. And this week, you know, we have our hundredth episode, but the party's not stopping here. We have our Oscar predictions episode coming out this week. We have our review for Mortal Kombat this week. Anthony, could you hit me with the Mortal Kombat sound? Mortal Kombat. Uh, that was awful. I was, I'm oh sorry. <laughs> wow. I, I had okay. I had my mic <laughs> muted and I yeah, yeah. the call out was like inst- and I just fucked it up. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it, okay, that man. Mortal Kombat. I thought you were gonna do like the Mortal Kombat. That one. Oh, I wanted to do it more of like you know like this is a proper uh, combat. I like arena I like fatality. It. Thank you. Uh, this week, uh, as previously mentioned, we're going to have our finale recap of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well, too. Uh, before we get to our mailbag, because we do have some write-ins uh, from our lovely, lovely listeners, I got some trivia for you guys, and I wanted to do it at the top of the show. All you. the way back, it's been a while since we've done trivia. We haven't done it yet this year. All the way back on our very first episode, on episode zero. Oh. Not even episode one, episode zero. Damn. Um. When we were first, we had about, I'm looking at it now, seven news items on our, uh, on our news that week. <laughs> what was our first, our very first news story that we read on the show? Make, no, nobody better be looking it up or opening up. Yo, Shays, I can see it in his glasses, man. This guy's like hacking the internet right now trying to figure it out. I'm literally just staring at you guys. <laughs> I can see it. you're in your glasses, man. You're scrolling right now. Like I can see text. All right, we got to go back to hands up, eh? Jeez, we got to we don't trust you fools. All right. So, was our first ep- was the first news on our show about Martin Scorsese's The Irishman Paramount canceling World War Z R-rated movies on Disney or James Cameron revealing the title for Terminator Dark Fate. I think it was James Cameron. I think it was R-rated Disney. So, the trivia winner this week is James Cameron reveals the title for the new Terminator movie and teases a hardened Sarah Connor. Crazy. 
Is this yeah. coming from Yahoo? <laughs> <This story. laughs> Wait, <laughs> Yahoo? It wasn't Boris Kidd. Wink it Yahoo? Kidd. It was, it was uh, Wink Yahoo. <laughs> Wink uh, Yahoo from host of, of Uh-Oh. <laughs> it's a deep cut for Canadians right now. Uh, but it, it's crazy because like, I'm, I'm thinking of that. And I was just like, why are we uh, like, like, didn't this movie come out so long ago? I'm like, damn, we've been doing the show for uh, a pretty long time. Damn. Uh, we got some wow. write-in questions, of course, uh, this week. Uh, let's get to our mailbag. It's been a while. I want to go. Are you going to do the? You going to do the sound check? You want me to do? It? I wasn't sure if you wanted to do it. I saw you looking I at want, me. Of course, I want. You know, this is our hundredth episode. <laughs> I want. I want everything to happen on this episode. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> mailbag. There we go. <laughs> There we go. This week, this week in our mailbag, let me just open them up here. Chris writes in and says, congratulations on the 100th episode of the movie podcast. I wanted to know what are your favorite moments of the show so far? So later on in the show, we will be talking kind of overall about um, our favorite moments. But is there anything that comes to mind immediately with you guys? For me, you know, like a lot uh, of it is a lot of fun. So what was it, Anthony? Oh, I was just going to say a lot of it is my catchphrases that I yeah just say <laughs> also my mr peanut, peanut story. store mr peanut yeah. story is the that was great that was a funny story and i sent you the video i did find that video and it was a true story these are these are not lies we did, we, did. we true. should go back and uh, we should cut that into a video and post it on the feed this week because that well, was that's a great a, that's moment. a private video man i can't send that to people. <laughs> but it was but it's on a public though. podcast though <laughs> no yeah. not not your, not your video i was mr. naked peanut. in that one i mean why are you driving naked though man just for you I, guys. I meant, <laughs> I meant the audio, and we could put it to a video of Mr. Peanut or something. Uh, thank you, Chris, for writing in. Amir also writes in and says, congrats on 100 episodes. Big fan of the show. What are you doing to celebrate? Well, let me tell you, uh, Doug Ford did give us uh, more police uh, presence, which was a great gift for all of Ontario. Uh, but <laughs> Honestly, I, I think the biggest thing for me is just continuing to do this. You know, it's episode 100, but we don't stop. We keep going. We keep doing our, our show, and it's it's great to do. How about you guys? Yeah, I mean, we've had some great guests on the show, and we've had uh, this show's really blossomed into something more amazing than we could have thought of. And I think where we are right now, we didn't expect to be uh, yet this soon. I think, and I, I'm really proud of all the work. It's funny that you say favorite guests because I got a question about that too, Anthony. How about you? Yeah, what, it, what are you going to do to celebrate today? I'm going to stay in my my house and, there you and, go. and not go outside <laughs> and and get infected. Uh, no, you know, I I will probably celebrate with a, a little bit of champagne with you yep. guys. You know, from remote you know locations, but um, it, our show has grown so much in the past year, and you know, to think of where we started and where we are right now, it's crazy. Uh, especially with the amount of guests we've had and the amount of um, discussions and special episodes and reviews that we now do, we've uh, we're only getting better and better. It's true. And uh, Shay teased it a little bit, uh, but Sarah wrote in and says, "Congrats on 100 episodes. Who has been your favorite guest so far on the show?" Uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Shay to start us off with this one. Um. You know, I really liked having uh, Kevin Lima on the show. Uh, you know, he was one of our first major guests. And I think it's because he was so grounded. And this is the guy who, who directed, you know, one of my favorite childhood films, uh, 
a goofy movie and Tarzan, you know, like we're, we're only a few degrees away from Phil Collins right now. And that's, I, that's I crazy so. to me. Uh, and I, I wanted to shout out to all the people that we've had on our show that, you know, we have, we've had Nicole, we've had Nate, uh, Matt from the Asha. Untitled, Asha. We've had a lot of great people. Yeah. And uh, sorry if I'm missing anybody else. I think Daniel Ortega from the Slice podcast as well. He was on the show too. So, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of cool people we've had that you know we know and they've come to support us on our show. So huge shout out to them. Yeah, definitely. We've had uh we've had some pretty amazing guests on the show. Yeah, you shouted out Kevin Lima. Our episode fifty, we had Tanner Z, Tanner Zipchen on the show. Um, you know, I think of Nathan Johnson, I think you know Sarah Van Lang from Cineplex. Uh we've been really lucky to have some awesome get Ludwig um girl who did the Tony Hawk Pro Skater documentary, you know, Doug Langdale. Like we've had some pretty dope people on the show. Um, yeah, we've been really lucky and hopefully we're only just getting started. Our goal is to get Ben Affleck. Ben, Ben's going to come on the show. And Timothy Chalamet. Come. And Timothy Chalamet. I, tr- I tried, man. I, I tried reaching out. You know, I, put, was, I was reaching out to the, to the people at Power to be like, yo, what's T-Shells up to? You know, what's, what's he doing for like 20 minutes on a Saturday? Yeah. And guess what they said? Nothing. Nothing, because they didn't respond to me. But one day, one day they shall answer our call. And we'll respond, no. No, wait, we wait, wait, we're going to say no? No, we'll, we're going to big time them. We're going to big time them. We're just going to be like, nah, yeah, he's, he's a little too small potatoes for us. We're going to be like, Chalamet, are we saying that right? <laughs> yeah, is it Calamay? Is, is, uh, we're 100 episodes deep now, you know? Sorry, Timmy. Uh, no, of course, we're going to have Timothy on the show. Uh, but gentlemen, as we always do week after week, it's time to get into the news. Oh, wow. It's it, it might be. It just might be. It, I can see the looks... waveforms and I was first, then Daniel, then Shay. Gotcha. Yeah, but, but we'll it, see. It's close. It's close. We'll, we'll see once we, you know, once we sync it up, we'll, we'll sync it up properly for our 100th episode, you know? This week, we are talking about a bunch of different stories, but. It wouldn't be the 100th episode of the movie podcast if we didn't open up with a story from Boris Kitt of The Hollywood Reporter. Lucy Liu joins Helen Mirren in Shazam's sequel. Lucy Liu, who has spent the last several years in television with shows such as Why Women Kill and Elementary, is heading to the big screen, joining the cast of New Line's big-budget DC movie Shazam! Fury of the Gods. The Shazam sequel once again stars Zachary Levi as the adult version of Billy Batson, um, with Asher a- um, Angle reprising his role, who transform into a superhero. David F. Sandberg is back as director. Plot details of the Henry Gaiden script are being kept in a cave off a subway tunnel, but New Line announced that Lou will play a villainous na- named Calypso. The character is the daughter of Atlas, one of the titans of ancient Greece, who uh, and one of the A's in Shazam, the acronym of ancient gods and heroes. The character is also the sister to Hespera, the villain character that is being played by the already cast Helen Mirren. Fear of the Gods is set to release June 2nd, 2023 and begins shooting this May. Shay, how do you feel about this news? I feel pretty good. Uh, You know, Lucy Liu is a fan favorite. I absolutely adore her. I think she... Whatever she does, she does a phenomenal job in. And I think I've had a crush on her since my whole life. Uh, so to see her... <laughs> since your whole life. Since my whole life. Uh, so to see her coming in the Shazam sequel, I, I, re- I really enjoyed the, the first Shazam film. 
Uh, you know, obviously you shot in Toronto as well, so you got a bigger connection there that way. Um, and I think she does a great villain. Uh, you know, we'll always think about her as Oren Ishii from Kill Bill Volume 1 and how scary she was in that movie. So if uh, even she brings a little bit of that to this, I'm totally down. Awesome. Anthony, how about yourself? Yeah, it's nice to see Lucy Liu in front of the big screen again. I haven't, We haven't really seen her for quite a bit of time. Um, a lot of her work has been television shows. So it's, it's nice to see that she's back um, this time in a superhero film. I'm, and, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what she brings to this story and to her character. Yeah, I'm really excited. You know, I, I think we were all big fans of the first Shazam film. It's crazy that it's going to be coming like four over four years later um, for the sequel. But, you know, these are crazy times. But luckily, they're shooting it this year. I mean, the, the thing with shooting like movies with that you have kit child stars in it is that they grow up so fast. So I'm curious to see how much older all the kids look um, in the next film. Uh, but I'm really excited for this. You know, like it's a great time to be a Shazam fan. You know, we had the first Shazam, which was great. Um, that whole ending with the Shazam family was awesome. I did not expect to see that in the first movie. Uh, we know we have Black Adam coming next year as well, too. And uh, now we have this. So it's a great time for that. Hopefully, there's some connection between all of them. Probably not, but we'll see. Next up on the news this week, Arc like cinemas and Pacific theaters to close. This is coming from Pamela McClintock of The Hollywood Reporter. In a blow for Southern California moviegoers and those in Los Angeles in, a particu- in particular, the Arc Light Cinema and Pacific Theaters are closing all their 16 locations for good after seeing their business decimated by the pandemic. Arc Light Stable includes the prize Cinerama Dome in Hollywood. The dome was built in 1963. Throughout decades, the dome in particular has been a favorite a site to stage premieres. It's, um, it timed its opening to the global launch of It's a Mad, 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 Mad World and it's beloved by many cinephiles. This was not the outcome anyone wanted, but despite a huge effort that exhausted all potential options, the company does not have a viable way forward, said a statement issued by Pacific Theaters. To our guests and members of the film industry who have made going to movies such a magical experience over the years, our deepest thanks. The statement continued. It has been our honor and a pleasure to serve you. No Arclight Pacific location has reopened since the pandemic began, on Monday afternoon, word quickly spread across Hollywood that will, they will remain dark or good. This has been, um, this has been a big story on, uh, throughout social media, especially with a lot of Hollywood directors and actors responding to this. Anthony, what do you think about um, you know, the Arclight and Pacific Theater to close, uh, specifically Cinerama? What do you think about this? It's super, super sad, man. Um... That theater is so so famous, and it's such a staple in Los Angeles. It's it's like a landmark. You, you, uh, our audience, if they if they look it up, they'll know. Oh, I've seen that theater in a movie, or I've seen a you know a premiere that happened there, maybe on TV in the news. It's it's really really sad, and I hope I hope for like there is some group of people that can can save it. You know, Hollywood. There's there's a lot of lot of rich people in Hollywood that can can support this at least preserving this theater as a theater maybe not supporting ArcLight in total but maybe just preserving this landmark in Los Angeles and hopefully getting it to continue showing movies definitely 
Definitely. Shay, how about yourself? Yeah. Um, you know, I think Daniel, you and I have driven past this theater, but we haven't watched a movie there. And uh, I think that's the biggest regret that I really have at this moment is us not getting the chance to watch a film there. Definitely. Um, but man, we, we've been, you know, starstruck looking at it. Like we're, we've always been fans of, of the movie theater, obviously on this podcast. Um, and this really is just one of those movie theaters that is so well known. Like we talk about this one the way we would talk about our Canadian uh, Colossus Theater that we have, right. but obviously not even close. And it's 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 sad. It's um, I really hope that they don't tear the building down, and I hope that yeah, maybe someone independent comes in and buys it and turns it into a movie theater for Hollywood because mm-hmm. that's what it is. Yeah, I don't want it to turn into a. Like a grocery store, you know what they did with uh, Maple Leaf yeah. Gardens. Maple Leaf Gardens, yeah. You know, you or have I this... don't want it to be a, a, a Spirit Halloween or something like that. Right, you know? right. Like... No, that that is that part is a historical building. Which I like. If you're if you live in LA, you know that's a historical building, mm-hmm. and that shouldn't come down. It has history, especially for movies and LA and Hollywood. That it all plays a part in the um the whole feel of. Los Angeles. So yeah. I hope like Tarantino comes out or I don't know, Tom Cruise, you know, sell a couple of cars, keep that theater <laughs> running. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you got robots on sets, you can help help this theater out. The the COVID robots, they'll they'll reuse them for, you know, as uh to keep this to maintain this theater. They, they, the theater they, ushers. Yeah. They're like ripping your tickets, <laughs> but they're ripping your hands off by accident. Oh, okay. I got you. They're taking your phone out of your hands if you use it. They're they're making sure it's a pure experience. Yeah, I mean, like I I always see th- as movie theaters like 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 church, right? And like the, like they're 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 holy places. They're holy ground for for a lot of people. And um, just like you guys, I I hope that the theater could be saved. I hope that um some of the big Hollywood names could go out there. You know, Ryan Johnson, you got that big that big Netflix Netflix payday. You know, you know, help help save this theater. No, not to you specifically, but just. You know, like there's a lot of like you were saying, Anthony, there's a lot of um, in, in Hollywood that is, you know, that is where movies are made. That is that is a place and hopefully they could save this too. Continuing on, on with the news this week on our 100th episode, The Last of Us series at HBO casts Gabriel Luna. This is coming from Joel Otterson of Variety. The Last of Us series adaptation at HBO has added Gabriel Luna to the cast, Variety has learned. Luna joins previously announced series leads Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, who will star as Joel and Ellie, respectively. Luna will star as Tommy, Joel's younger brother, a former soldier who hasn't lost his sense of idealism and hope for a better world. Luna most recently starred in 2019's film Terminator Dark Fate, which we also was in a trivia earlier. He is known for his role on Marvel ABC series Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., on which he played Robbie Ray's Ghost Rider. His other TV credits include Wicked City, Rosewood, True Detective, and Matador. HBO's adaptation of the hit video game series The Last of Us will begin production in Calgary this July. Uh, the Last of Us, I think we all have such a, a love for this series. It's still, it's, it's so, it still doesn't... I still can't believe it's getting an HBO series. This is what we've always wanted. Shay, what do you think about Gabriel Luna joining the cast as Tommy? Uh, my my um, history with Gabriel Luna really is just Terminator Dark Fate. And in that movie, really, he was meant to play a robot. It's so a very one note. 
Um, but he had a good voice, and I think that's what I remember the most. Like he had this like southern accent to him. And I, I can tell that they're doing something really interesting with this Last of Us show. And it, it makes sense. Like when I look at Pedro Pascal, I'm like, yeah, sure. Gabriel Luna could totally be his brother. Uh, Tommy in the first game doesn't have the biggest role, but he definitely does show up. And it's really in part two where he shines the most uh, and you know takes over for that spot of Joel. So I think I can totally see the passing of the torch occur and I can see this this being a good decision. Anthony, how about yourself? Yeah, I, th- I think <clears throat> Gabriel compliments Pedro. And, and being his brother, they very great cat, very good casting on the casting director. Uh, I again, I don't, I only know Gabriel from Terminator Dark Fate, and he was a pretty cool Terminator. He, he was, he did have a couple of talking scenes, and his talking scenes were pretty insid- insidious as a Terminator. But again, I, I don't know much about him in other roles. But he looks the part, and yeah, I can't wait to see what they bring with uh, this this casting. Definitely, you know, like I was, I just uh, even this morning, you know, I popped into The Last of Us Part Two, um, just to kind of walk around a little bit, just because I love that game so much. And we also heard word that you know the first game was sounds like it's getting a remake on PS Five as well too. So you know, I think Sony's really going to double down with you know this IP and and really want to make sure it gets into the hands of players everywhere i think there was some crazy stat you know from the ps3 that only like like 10 percent or 20 percent of the player base even tried the game that's obviously has risen a lot more since then but um i really think that the last of us by this time next year or by the fall next year is going to be thought of or is going to have the same kind of weight to it as like something like you know the walking dead or other you know, post-apocalyptic franchises that are just beloved. Right now, it's really beloved by the the gaming community, but I think by next year, it's going to be like you know accepted by so many more people. Uh, our final major story this week: uh, Amazon's The Lord of the Rings to cost four hundred and sixty-five million for just one season. This is coming from James Hibbert of the Hollywood Reporter. Amazon Studios' The Lord of the Rings television show is going to cost all the gold in the Lonely Mountain. The Hollywood Reporter has confirmed that Amazon will spend roughly $650 million New Zealand, uh, New Zealand dollars, or, which is equivalent to $465 million in U.S. dollars. They're what called this- Newsy Bucks. Newsy bucks. Newsy <laughs> bucks. Newsy bucks. Uh, you got to say like, a, like you're from <laughs> New Zealand. Got you. For the, <laughs> the first season of the show, that's far above the previous reported estimates that pegged the fantasy drama as costing an already record-breaking $500 million for multiple seasons of the show. What I can tell you is Amazon is going to spend about $650 million in season one alone, Stuart Nash, New Zealand Minister of Economic Development and Tourism, told The Morning Report. This is fantastic. It really is. This will be the largest television series ever made. By comparison, HBO's Game of Thrones costs roughly $100 million to produce per season, with its per-episode cost starting at around $6 million for season one and eventually rising to around $15 million per episode in season eight. This is wild. But for The Lord of the Rings, you also expect a big budget. Anthony, what do you think about this? 
Yeah, that's a lot of money. I just did the math, and that's about fifty-eight million an episode. There's eight episodes. That's wow. a lot of money. That's like more than most, like some budget, you know, movies. Like even if I even take Shazam for instance, I think that was like less than fifty million um, on its budget. But yeah, that's crazy. And I don't know how much like it costs to make movies in New Zealand. There's not a lot of things happening there. It's just very beautiful landscapes. And um, I, I'm just thinking that a lot of that money could be, is probably going to be used for, you know, real sets and CG. Right. Do you guys think, is this, like, did they say, is this tied to Peter Jackson at all? It's not, is it? No. Or is this so. more, this is just more straight adaptation of like straight the books content. from like, you know, this is like thousands of years before the films. Yeah, this is thousands of years before the film. This is the the other age before the gotcha. the middle age. Was it Lord of the Rings? Was the middle age? I think that's what it starts I, off I as. Remember, yeah, but yeah, the it's supposed to men. start. Yes, the age of men. This is like thousands of years. So I think Sauron is like he's not even Sauron at this point. He's Maybe an assistant to whoever the Dark Lord is at this point. He's a little Sauron right now. Yeah, but like other characters who live long are going to show up, like the elves, you know, because they live forever type of thing. Yeah, and I I think I was hearing Stephen Colbert, who's obviously Lord of the Rings fan number one, say that this may deal with like the Dunedain, who is like, um, that's what Aragorn is. That's why he has such long life. And this is where like these people kind of started and stuff like that. I'm again... We all love Lord of the Rings here. I'm so excited for this. Shay, what do you think? Oh, I'm pumped. I'm nervous, but this budget kind of put me at ease. I don't know why. I just know that there's so much money in this. Yeah. It's a crazy amount of money. Like this is, I, I look at that budget and I went, I beg your pardon. Like right. you are really, like they are really banking on this being. The like, next thing people over. I mean, Amazon yeah. Prime, I think what they just hit 200 million. 200 million for Prime, Amazon Prime itself, which obviously if you're a subscri- if you subscribe to Prime, you get Prime Video as well. Yeah. And you know what? Prime Video in terms of its layout and uh, UI and app structure is, is terrible, but they've got some great stuff on there. And there's no denying that. I mean, we love The Boys, for example. It's a great show when that's on yeah. there. And they've even got some great movies and TV shows. But yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Invincible. Yeah. Um, Bad Boys for Life. Sick, you know. Yeah, they oh, got sorry. S- I meant like Amazon, like productions as well too. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, um, but yeah, it's 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 crazy. I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm excited to see this because this is going to be really cool. Yeah, this is uh this has been uh they've been shooting this already, have they? Uh, I believe right. They, they announced have, the cast yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is this is what you get when you get like big tech into the entertainment game. You know, they have so much money, to, like five hundred million dollars for let's say Warner brothers or any other movie studio is a lot, but when it comes to big tech, they're like, yeah, that's, that's no problem. They ain't, it ain't no problem. You know, like they just get it done. They'll throw money at it. And the cast and, is, uh, the cast is not people, you know, either. So these are no. all newcomers as well. So we shall see. I mean, I, I'm not too sure when this is set to air yet. I don't think we'll see it this year. Be nice, but, more Lord of the Rings, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here to see it, and, and hopefully it will have the look and feel of the original trilogy. Um, some other stories this week. Uh, sadly, Helen McCrory uh, uh, of Harry Potter and Peaky Blinders, she passed away this week of cancer at 52. 
Um, she played Narcissa Malfoy in the Harry Potter series. And I know you're going through Peaky Blinders right now, Anthony. I'm not too sure what her character's name is, but um, uh, Polly. Aunt Polly. Polly. She she is a phenomenal actress, and she will be missed. Her husband, Damian Lewis, um, wrote a really beautiful, um, a really beautiful note that he posted on his socials. That uh, definitely um, it struck a chord with me, and, and it's it's so sad, you know, somebody so young. Um, we send our love to her family and, and we are thankful for her work. Um, Brad Pitt joined Sarah Bull, uh, Sandra Bullock and Paramount's Lost City of D in a cameo role. A live action Gundam movie is coming to Netflix with Skull Island director Joan Vort Roberts helming the project. And Indiana Jones 5 adds Mads Mikkelsen to the cast. That's pretty amazing. Uh, what do you guys think of uh, these news stories from this week? Mads? Oh, buddy. You, you had me at Mads. Like, I can't wait to... You, like, he is just... Oh, I just love Mads Mikkelsen so much. He's just so much fun to watch. And uh, uh, seeing him in this, I really hope that he's uh, just dastardly as he always is. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going to be the villain? Yes. I hope so. I hope so. That or he's going to be playing Indiana's whip. Who knows? <laughs> I just hear him saying, like, Mr. Jones. You know what I mean? Like, just like... Just like he said, like Mr. Bond, you know, Dr. Jones. Mr. you know, Dr. Jones. Uh, yeah, you're a man of you're a man of science. You know, I, like you hear it. I would suspect he plays the villain just and I wonder I, I just wonder where they're going with this story and what they're going to tell. Um, but yeah, he I don't see him being the good guy. We'll see. We shall see, because it's always so fun seeing him play a good guy. You know, like you have that switch up like with with him in like Rogue One, like he he's he's does bad things but he's a good guy you know i'm excited i can't wait for this coming out next year go ahead Che. no he's just he does like both so well he's a fantastic villain and then he's also just a great hero i just love him in anything he does let's get into some trailers trailers is it me yeah i trailers trailers Uh, this week we got uh, Riders of Justice which also stars Mads Mikkelsen we got our next trailer for F9 the Fast Sega Um, I feel like every 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 title in the Fast and the Furious film franchise just gets stranger and stranger Um, we also have a a trailer for the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard Army of the Dead Borat supplemental reportings retrieved from floor of stable containing editing machine my god what a name uh that last one so they announced that there's going to be i guess like a an additional uh, amount of footage released from from borat 2 that they're going to compile which includes a lot more i guess outtakes not necessarily outtakes but just things that didn't make the the original film uh what trailer stood out to you guys this week we're going to start with anthony i really like the army of the dead trailer I thought it was a really good trailer. I'm interested to, to watching that uh, Zack Snyder film on Netflix. I think it was really, really interesting. I'm like, oh, I will definitely watch this. Just the whole concept of these soldiers. They have to go and it's kind of like Ocean's Eleven in a, in a sense, um, where they, they have to infiltrate a vault full of money, but in front of them are a bunch of zombies. So, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty, it does look cool. very cool. Uh, Shay, how about yourself? Yeah, that trailer was wicked. I thought um, 
You know, what scared me about that trailer was how fast the zombies moved. Uh, because typically when we see zombie movies, they're just slow. But these, like, I remember this one scene where I think the guy's like, he has a sword and he's like, yeah. And the guy's moving like left and right, the zombie. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, these guys are going to be like, they're they're scary dudes. So For, uh, for anyone not watching, or I guess no one's going to see this video. No one's going to see was, this. I, I was doing the dodging you while were. Shay was stabbing. <laughs> so yeah, that's I was why doing was my like, hand, yeah, stabbing, <laughs> and, uh, and Daniel was moving left to right. Uh, but yeah, I, I also, uh, I really dug the Borat trailer too. I mean, I just more footage from that phenomenal film. I'm always here for it because it reminded me a little bit of when they did wake up Ron Burgundy and they compiled a bunch of the extra stuff from Anchorman and made like a semi sequel out of it. Um, it's kind of what it feels like this is kind of going towards. So I'm down for it. Uh, it's interesting. I, I wanted to talk to you guys about the fast nine trailer, or the F nine trailer. Um, you guys both watch it, correct? The fine trailer, yeah. You guys, I, I can't believe that that trailer is three and a half minutes long, just like the yeah, last like, one. Yeah, like I don't understand. Like trailers, if anything, I think could get away with being shorter these days. Yeah, but you know, I I I, I really do like the Fast and the Furious franchise. I, I'm a big fan of the first half of it. You know, everything up to Fast Five, and then after that's kind of it's changed up. But yeah. It's it's wild to me seeing where this franchise started and where it's at now, and it feels like they're just really even more than before leaning into the lunacy of it. You know, like these car, you know, Hans back. Um, they're they're in a rocket car. They're getting shot up into the stratosphere. Uh, they're showing every single action sequence I think in the movie, like in its entirety, almost. I just and this how, deals what, with magnets. Question, how, how long is this movie? going to be and just like is there anything left that we haven't seen i remember there was a uh back on google you could search up like the length of fast nine and i think it said like three hours and like five minutes or oh, whatever right which obviously is incorrect i, I, I wouldn't I be hope, surprised though at least i hope at this point i would not want to watch a three hour fast and the furious film um but man yeah that trailer was just so ludicrous um yeah, same with you, Literally. Daniel. Was that was that a <laughs> that was that was a pun? It was a fast fast <laughs> pun. Um, I, I just like you, Daniel. I'm, I'm a fan of that first half of the series where even as crazy as it got, it still was like, yeah, I can I can buy this. And then after a while, it just became too crazy for me. Um, but uh, too furious, too, too fa- furious, too fast, too furious. Yeah, I think I, I appreciate the campiness of the original ones, but because the latter ones take themselves seriously in a way that they believe that they can shoot themselves into space. I was like, Oh, it's not fun anymore, but uh, you know what? I obviously we'll be there watching this film. And uh, I think it's just, I just want to watch bonkers. it. With, <laughs> I just want to watch it with a big audience in a theater yes. and just have it just be like ridiculous. It's still showing on Google that it's three hours and eight minutes long. That's so it, yeah. this movie is longer than Avengers Endgame. It makes sense. Um, they have a lot of things to resolve. Thanos, I think, is in this one too. Yeah. Anthony, how about you? I'm I am shocked <laughs> of like where you know Fast and the Furious started to where it is now. You know, they were stealing DVD players, man. Yeah, they were just street racing back when you know street racing was a, a thing in the 2000s. But now, just the action sequences, the magnets, the trucks, the, the explosions. The Tourette, Toretto always surviving these things. I just don't get it. And now the whole space sequence, which we knew he, they, you know, the director said he teased that, yeah, they, there might be a space 
you know, set sequence in this movie. And we kind of saw it. And I kind of, I don't know, it just, it becomes too, too much. The action sequences are huge, but like, at what cost? Like, what, what am I gaining from this movie? Just, oh, right. you can blow up shit in front of me and I'll be happy about that? I don't know. As a, as a movie right. lover, I need a little bit more than that. But maybe sure. they know the people who love these films don't and they care make about a lot that. Of money. Care about, you know, yeah, and they make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. A lot of but money. like it doesn't make sense. Like it's just stupid. Like <laughs> give me a give me a really cool car sequence, not a CG car sequence. Where yeah. you know I think fucking Toretto's gonna soon soon turn into a fucking transport truck one day, man. Like that's where it's <laughs> leading to. He's gonna be a transformer. Dude, yeah. I'm telling you right now, if Transformers was owned by Universal. They would have hundred percent found a way to cross. Oh over yes, these two yes, hundred percent. Didn't they already uh, talk about um, Jurassic Park? And they yes. didn't rule it out, man. They yes. didn't rule it out. Um, I am happy though. I will say that um, some of the best films in the Fast and Furious series have been directed by Justin Lin, and it's nice to see that Justin Lin is coming back for this film um, and directing them. So if you're if you're curious what movies that he worked on, he worked on Tokyo Drift. He did Fast and the Furious. He did Fast Five. He did Furious Six. Then he left to do Star Trek Beyond, and now he's coming back. Um, so hopefully, um, this kind of sets the franchise, the the nine movie deep franchise, on um, it puts it on a, a clearer course to follow. And uh, we'll see because I think there's still going to be two more of these films. Who knows how many they're going to go at? They're going to keep going. Uh, out this week, we have Mortal Kombat, which we will have a review up on the feed. We don't know exactly which day yet, but we will have it either on release day or just before the release day. So make sure you're following us on Instagram, on Twitter. You can find out exactly when that review is coming out. Of course, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is wrapping up its season finale this week, episode six. We will also have our review and reaction on the movie podcast feed this Friday. Let's get into what we're watching for the 100th time. Anthony, start us off. Yeah, so uh, this week I watched Love and Monsters, which we have a review for. Uh, Mythic Quest Everlight, which we have a review for. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier Episode 5, which we have a review for. And I put up, I started started watching Peaky Blinders because I wanted a new show to watch. And, you know, it's been on my radar for a bit. And Netflix has all the series. Um, seasons sorry and man i'm digging it i'm really really into it i'm right now i'm at season three um what a great show what a great cast it's you know the it feels very similar to the godfather in in certain ways and i i really really love it and i i super excited to see where all these other seasons lead me to and then I put on uh, Them, which is a horror drama that's on Amazon Prime, which is created by Little Marvin and executive produced by Lena Waithe. You probably heard of her. She was in Ready Player One. And, and, uh, and Master of None. She was the best friend of, uh, of Aziz Ansari. Yeah. And yeah, the show takes place in 1953, and it follows a, a black family who moves from North Carolina to a, a white neighborhood in Los Angeles during the Second Great Migration, which is the migration of African Americans from the South to other parts of America. And the family's new home that they're moving into uh, transforms into an epic center of evil. 
while outside their house is another evil that threatens them and it tr- tries to destroy them. So the story deals with horror as well as racism. And the first episode really got me hooked. But by the end of the, of the se- season, I kind of got confused and I felt the story got too complicated and too convoluted in what it was trying to get me to to understand and try to I don't know try to like support but um the one thing they try to do is they try to get racism and horror elements just like get out and try to tie those two together but it just didn't come off the same way and it became a little boring at points in the in the show but really really great performances by uh, Deborah Ayonde as well as Ashley Thomas who play husband and wife and where they they have a lot of like character development between the two and really intense scenes but for me like and even for other reviewers the social commentary for this show got lost in the horror element of it but I would recommend you add it to your queue if you have Amazon Prime give it a try Visually, it looks beautiful. It's like one of the best looking TV shows I've seen in a while. Um, but just the story could get at points a little boring. Sure. That's great. That's a great review. Shay, how about you? Tell us what you've been watching for the 100th time. <laughs> That's only the only my times I've ever watched something. Um, Love and Monsters, of course, like we talked about, Mythic Quest, Everlight. I put on Finding Dory. I was in the mood for something just kind of like, you know, cute that i haven't watched in a while and i don't think i've seen finding dory since the theater release uh, and then i think yeah i think daniel you and i maybe watched on the plane once too i think the la oh yeah we did yeah we definitely yeah, did that was like maybe the last time i probably watched it so um i went back to it i, I had a good time with this movie uh, it's still funny it's still cute there's some great supporting characters in it too um one of my absolute favorite marvel films is captain america the winter soldier and, you know, because of Falcon the Winter Soldier being such a good show right now, I decided to just dive back into that. Um, I've been thinking a lot about Thor Ragnarok lately, too. So I put on What We Do in the Shadows, directed by Taika Waititi and, um, oh, my God, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, the, he's also, you know, he always works with them, too. I'm sorry. I think, Daniel, you're looking it up. Yeah, I, I blanked on his name too, but I got the name. It's Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement. That's it, Jermaine Clement. So, yeah, really funny movie. If you haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows, it is so it is so wicked. Uh, absolutely enjoying it. And uh, Daniel, if you want, we can uh, do a quick little review of the next film that you and I both got a chance to see. Uh, it's called Body Swap. And there's a so- story behind this too. You want to tell the story? So usually like when we're like in between movies or something, we're we're trying to find something to watch. Apple TV on our Apple TV, we have uh, a trailers app that we'll go through and we'll see you'll see, you know, you always see like the big blockbusters, but we also have um you also have like smaller movies that uh you know sometimes pop up. And uh we got uh we came across this trailer for a movie called Body Swap, where just like you would think, these two characters swap bodies, and it's a Freaky Friday situation. But this isn't even like a B or C or D or E or F level of the movies. Like this is like a Z level movie. Like this is like this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. 
Oh, yeah. And I honestly, I honestly believe that, you know, I, I there's no, I, I just think it's so funny that we're talking about a movie like Body Swap on our 100th episode of the movie podcast. But I think it's only poetic. It's, it's poetic, you know, in a way. It is terrible. It is acted horribly. It doesn't make any sense. It's made so badly. Um, it's just, I encourage you, if you, if you have a moment, go to YouTube, type in Body Swap Trailer. Um, you'll probably see it and, uh, you'll be like, wow, they actually spent time, uh, they actually spent time watching this. There were like 11 trailers for this movie that came out and, you know, the movie I think is only like an hour and like 10 minutes long and it is just, and I, I, I feel like they knew that it was going to be bad, but some of the people in this film were really trying to give it their all. Like they were going for some Oscar performances and it's just terrible i i don't know how he got funding uh the the writer for the movie is also the main star and he is just devoid of any emotion whatsoever and i'm sorry if you're listening to this jimmy custis but like man why did you make this movie <laughs> call him out man i just why did you make this like it like i'm not gonna lie i laughed but it wasn't with you though it was kind of at you in this movie there was just was so many you. moments where i didn't want to Right, just wasn't enjoying it because I was like, "What is what? What is this? Like, like what's the point of this?" He's he's casting all these super attractive women, and a lot of the jokes in it are really poorly aged. And this movie's new, so you know yeah. you can't have aged jokes in a new movie. Um, but man, it was just I. You know what? If, if I had to get this movie a rating, I would body swap with somebody else instead of watching oh. this film. You, you'd body swap with somebody in the ghost land. I would body swap with someone who hasn't seen this movie. That's My what God. I would do. This movie um, has, watched, has won Louisville's International Festival of Film, Peachtree Village International F- Film Festival, and the World Fest in Houston. So you got to give it a little bit of credit. Eh? We got to give it some wow. credit. Anthony, if you well, ever get a chance to watch the there, trailer, right? yeah, if you get a chance to watch the trailer, Anthony, I, I implore you do. But uh, it's something. Um, Yeah, the next thing that I watched was uh, I watched the first episode of Big Shot, the Disney Plus series. Um, Yeah, I thought it was was actually really good. It it gave me vibes of a show that I'd see on like ABC. Um, So uh, maybe I'll keep up with it, you know? I'll see. Yeah, I think I spoke about it last week. Yeah, we spoke about it last week. Yeah, the first three episodes, uh, Disney was kind enough to send to us to watch. Um, Yeah, so it did start this week. Uh, for myself, for the hundredth time, Love and Monsters, which of course we have a review up for. Mythic Quest Everlight, which is the prequel to their season two, which starts May 7th. We have a review up for that. The Falcon in the Winter Soldier, episode five. We have our review and reaction up for that. There is so many things you could be listening to on the movie podcast feed right now. Um, but I definitely, along with all of them, I definitely suggest if you've watched The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the latest episode, listen to our review and reaction for it. I think it's one of the best ones we've done so far. It's about 30 minutes long. We really get into it uh, and discuss why the show is so damn good. Uh, we've already spent enough time talking about Body Swap uh, this week. But in honor of you know Alfred Molina kind of openly confirming that he's back for Spider-Man and that um, it's basically going to be like a multiverse. He was talking about it this week. I did put on Spider-Man 2 last night. And it's such a such such a fun movie. It makes me so excited to see what's coming next on uh, for Spider Man and just for Sam Raimi with Multiverse of Madness. You know, it's such a damn good movie. 
But that's about it. That is what we've been watching for the 100th time on the movie podcast. We do have a topic of show this week. It is more of a reflection. But uh, as we said, as I don't, know if, I don't know if you guys know this. I don't know if I've said it enough on the show. This is the 100th episode of the movie podcast. We have come together 100 times to do this show. And it's absolutely wild to think that we've done this show for over two years. We've done 100 episodes of it. We've done even more reviews, uh, in the, uh, including our YouTube and our just standalone movie reviews. Our show has changed so much as well. Um, I just wanted to talk with you guys for a little bit about you know, where we started, where we are, and what some of your favorite moments of the movie podcast have been since we started all the way back in February of 2019. Uh, Shay, I'm going to start it off with you. You know, um, we, Daniel, you and I started uh, a little project called This Time With, and it was This Time With Daniel and Shabazz. And we we would do YouTube videos based on, on movies we were watching, and it was mostly reviews. And along those lines, we started talking to Anthony. And Anthony, you know, we, we've all talked about how we wanted to do just something with film. and we we came up with this idea like let's just let's just try the podcast game it's been something that we we wanted to work on for a while let's give it a shot and we didn't just do it overnight we we worked our asses off we really did the research we did a lot of test episodes we got together a lot to create our branding and our structure and you know when it when it came together that fateful day um i couldn't be happier i remember the first time we recorded how much fun it was um, how far we've all come in terms of just the way that we talk about the news and how involved we are, you know, and we've become closer as a group of people as well, you know? So I'm, I'm really proud of the work that we've been able to establish and it's, it's true. We're just getting started. And I know that sounds cliche, but we're so just getting started. There's so much more that we're planning to do. And, you know, to see now us getting all these movies in advance is, is such a blessing. And I, it, it's a great problem to have when you have all these things you have to watch. So I'm really thankful to all the our partners that are, that are sending us these movies. So thank you to them and thank you to all our guests that have come on the show. Yeah. You know, I think, I think what you said there, Shay is so true. I think um, it's a, it's a weird, uh, you know, coming out of the year that we've been in, in 2020, it's a weird feeling to be, burdened i'm putting that in quote with so many things to watch and you know to have people reach out to us but like hey can you check out this movie can you review this movie um i i'm not saying that as us bragging i'm saying it genuinely like it brings me it feels every single time we get sent something or get to watch something early we don't take it for granted and i'll never there's always a surrealness that comes to it there's always that imposter syndrome that comes with it that like we're we're doing this. We're about to watch this movie. You know, like when we got the Snatter Cut, it like it was about two weeks early. And it's it's gorgeous. Any movie, it's like having that and being able to watch it or see the first episodes of like Falcon Winter Soldier or WandaVision, it's you never take those moments for granted and it, it, you feel amazing that, you know, you're being trusted to do this and that your opinion and your voice is is something that people listen to, but I just think for the supporters of our show, our friends, our family, all the people who have we've come to know over the years of doing this show, uh, it's amazing. And it's amazing that we've 
the friendships and you know colleagues we've been able to really kind of build throughout our love of movies and doing the show. That was a that was, a that was a really really good both of you guys. You uh, you have a great uh, speech on on our show. I think it was really really well done. <laughs> Take us home, um, Anthony. Yeah, so uh, I don't yeah, even good. listen to the episodes. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's a good show. <laughs> so um, I'm I'm really happy where we are at the moment, and I can't wait to see what happens in the next year. And it can only get better. Uh, from going, you know, I remember the first day we discussed this. It was literally over a four-day, I think, trend, a four-day event where I'm like, or Daniel's like, why don't we just start this podcast? Send send us the equipment. We bought it by <laughs> Sunday. We were testing it out and recording, and then you know, all these ideas started to come in, and we thought, let's let's make this a thing. And shit, from the beginning, we were just talking about movies that we liked we had all these ideas and now what where we are we have news and i didn't even, i've never in my wildest dreams would think oh i'm gonna interview this guy or i'm gonna review this movie before anyone else sees it that's like that's crazy so who knows where we're gonna be in a year from now <laughs> like <laughs> we could you know be bigger than ever so i'm i'm super excited and i'm don't think I could have done this without you guys, um, but I don't think you guys could have done it without me. So I'm just gonna <laughs> say that. Uh, always, always modest, oh, um, dude. We bring out we bring out the best in one another. I think I honestly, I honestly think we do. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm looking back. You know, when I was looking for the trivia for this episode, I was looking back and I was like, okay, our episode zero, uh, we called it the test, and then Anthony gave it the subtitle. I don't know if you guys remember what Anthony called it. No. He said, "Say hello to God." <laughs> was the, the title of that? Anthony put on it for some reason. I don't know what that what movie that's from now. I don't where know. He said, "Say hello to God." I don't know. But Anthony definitely put that there. I mean, our first episode. If you go back to episode zero, we introduce it as a movie podcast. It's not. It's not even called the movie podcast yet. Which I, I think at so that time funny. I was like, "Yeah, why don't we call it a movie podcast?" And then Anthony, in pure social network fashion, even though he hasn't seen the movie or hates the movie, was like. Drop the uh and put a the instead. I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. That's very true. And, That's very true. And now here we are. I mean, the movie podcast. We are the movie podcast. That is us. That is who we are. Um, and, I, and I'm so happy that we're on this journey together on the show. Any final thoughts before we wrap up the 100th episode of the movie podcast? What are some, uh, what are some favorite episodes that you guys have had on the show? Man, you know, I, you know, there's so many episodes that kind of blur together from, you know, from Anthony's sayings and things like that. But um, I'm looking at some of our most popular episodes. And I think, you know, our episodes leading up to Avengers Endgame, I think mm-hmm. were a lot of fun. Um, I think, I, I, you know, whenever like major news dropped, I think, you know, when the Snatter Cut was announced, that was a big deal. Yeah. Um, you know, our our very first episodes, like you know, that first couple of weeks of doing the show where we were just trying to find our fitting, our our, our, our footing, mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. We um, went through so many changes and character changes, even like how we present. Right. It, it was. It was. We got feedback. We got a lot of like, inf- you know, from our peers who listen in the beginning, 
what you should do, what you shouldn't do. And we, we grooved into it, which we got better and better at it. I'm still working on it. Like you, <laughs> I'm still working on it. But yeah, like I think the episodes where we, we came together really fast, the Zack Snyder, um, Justice League, you know, revealed that he's going to be releasing it. The Matrix 4. I remember that yeah. day we came to your house, Daniel. We're like, we got to record this. We're we got to do this. Yeah. We didn't know about recording remotely then. <laughs> yeah. And then even recording remotely, this idea, again, saved us. Because think about it. Like, if we never took the time and the ambition to do this, we would have had a lot less shows. Um, and we know a lot of podcasts. Um, hurt in that beginning period during the pandemic where they're like, we can't record together. How do we do this? So Daniel did the great research and we continue to make our platform, especially our social media platform, um, available for everyone. I tweet. I don't don't tweet. And I never tweet. It's true. One day I might tweet a review. I'm going to let you guys (laughs) in a little secret. I don't don't listen to the episodes of the movie podcast. I know it's, it's weird. It's because Anthony's I, like that star not, that though. like he shoots the movies. Like, no, I don't oh, need to. I'm Daniel Day Lewis. Be in it. You know, I, I'm in it. I don't need to watch it. I've been in it. So, um, I, yeah, I'm just really proud of you guys. I'm really proud of you guys too. Um, I, I, I wanted to like, you know, go back to some of our older episodes that we had. Like one of my favorites were, was when we did what's the plot. And I hope we go back to what's oh, the plot. God. We will definitely have to go back. Cause to what's the plot. honestly, I loved our what's the plot episodes. They were so much fun. Uh, I also loved when we did the, the Mad Libs one with the curse of the rubbery knife with the Timothy Chalamet and Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. Yeah. You know, it was a great movie that we did. Um, we should, yeah, we should go back to playing more games. You know, like I miss, I miss the uh, games. You know, yeah. even the trivia. Maybe we do the trivia earlier in the show, like we did today. Like, if you have ideas for what we could do, send it in to us. You know, you know where to follow us at the movie podcast, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know, like, what you want to see, and we could adapt the show and have more fun with it too. You know, I want us to go back and start doing more topics of the show as well. Yeah, you know, we'll we should go. We should get back into doing more topics of the show. It's been to, we, have, we have so many. Every time we do an episode, we're always like, oh, I'd be a good topic of the show one day. Yeah, let's and write we it write it, it down. <laughs> we just never do it. But we I think will, it, we'll do we it. We get so indated. Like, we, we have so much things to do now than we did before. And yeah, we, we will plan our next couple of episodes to be more subject based and fun in, in terms of games. Because I think those yeah. were where we shine a lot and we were, our characters come out a lot. Um, but yeah, I would like to record those again with you, with you guys. Yeah, and it's better. Obviously, it's 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 funner to do them in person because you work off the energy of one another. So those are going to be coming back for sure. I mean, I think earlier too when we were doing reviews, we used to do reviews within the show. Um, but now we do our reviews as standalone episodes, and I think it's a lot more accessible for people that way. Um, instead of having to go through different time codes and everything like that, you could just. For major release movies and shows, we will have our discussions available for you to listen to on their own, on their standalone. And I think those are changes that we were debating earlier. Like, what, should we do these as standalone? Or we have a we have a video on YouTube, but should we be sending people to YouTube? And it's a podcast. It's there's we've really we've really kind of worked through a lot of the different formatting that we've been wanting. But I think so far, so far, so good. You know, I, I'm really liking how we're kind of breaking up our content right now. Um, I love uh, when I go back to episode 50 of last year, 
episode 50 last year was our first episode that we recorded separately. Um, that was our first remote episode, and I think it's only fitting that episode 100, we are also separate, and this is our, our, our separate episode now, but uh, last, last episode 52, we also had our first guest on the show, right? Being able to, you know, going through this pandemic has allowed us to adapt our show and welcome guests a lot sooner than I think we thought we were going to be able to do. And now having guests on our show is not a, it's not a, it, obviously it's always like a big event, but it's not as new or it's not as, I guess, major. I don't know. I'm, I, you know, guys know what I'm, know what I'm trying to say. Like we've had a lot of guests on our show. It's so like, it's, it's, it's so it's, no, it's natural. It's, now. An, it's so natural. It's the next evolution of the show. Right. I'm looking at episode 50. Obviously, we are talking with Tanner Z. We are talking about um, how the coronavirus will affect the 2021 Oscars. Uh, we are talking about Netflix to cut streaming video bit rates. Uh, we are talking about uh, Rosario Dawson being cast as Ahsoka. And like now we've Mandalorian season two happened so long ago now. It's it's crazy. And, and, and what I love, too, so much about those uh, those episodes, especially early on in the pandemic is how long what we've been watching was because we were all home. It literally was like just a huge list of movies and shows that we were all watching every single week. And that took like an hour on its own. And this is this so fun. I love doing this show with you guys every week. And now it's more than once a week because we record a bunch of other stuff too. Right. And our commentaries, our especially, commentaries, yeah. especially our cats, cats commentary. We didn't do a cats content. Do we not do a cat's commentary or did we just watch no, it together? We watch it cats watch together. It together. Oh, okay. We yeah. should do a cat's commentary though. I, oh, for no, some Andy, reason. Why would you put that in the I world, had a dream man. we did a cat's com- uh, cat's commentary. You know why? It's because we were talking to each other while watching cats and we were giving our own commentary like to each other. Exactly, yes. But we just didn't record it. I think for safety reasons we couldn't record it because of people didn't want to hear about that film. <laughs> no. Uh, but we definitely should do a, a 100th episode uh, commentary special on a movie. We, yeah, should, uh, we should. We should figure that out. <sighs> Man. Well, the movie here podcast. We are. The movie podcast. <laughs> We're gonna go to 101 next week, guys. So 101. I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce every topic next week as well too. For the hundred and first time, for the hundred and second time, for the hundred just that's time. the the theme going forward now. Every episode, one hundred and thirty sixth time. <laughs> I can't wait for us to come to, uh, back together again, so we could properly celebrate together. Uh, probably have a cheesecake to celebrate. Who knows? We celebrated with cheesecake on the first episode we recorded. It's true, we did. You no, know, I was I, I was that. looking at that photo earlier today too with Anthony, and we're like, "Welcome to the team, Anthony!" And now we are stuck with him. Now we're stuck. Now you're stuck with the Winter Soldier, man. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I am so happy to be where we are right now. It's only going to get better from here. And as we always say, we're only getting started. Uh, If you want to follow the movie podcast, you already know where to go at the movie podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Don't forget to leave us a review. We are on our mission to hit 200 ratings on Apple Podcasts. You can also join our Discord. If you check out our show notes, you could join from that link there. We're talking about movies. We're talking about what we're watching. And we want to build a community of movie watchers. Uh, you already know a brand new episode of the movie podcast comes out every single Monday across all of your favorite podcast services throughout the week. We will have reviews for whatever's coming out that week, including movies and shows like Mortal Kombat, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And this week we will have a standalone Oscar predictions episode because 
the 2021 Oscars are upon us. But until then, thank you so much for listening to 100 episodes of the movie podcast. That was this time with the movie podcast for the 100th time. And we'll see you for the 101st time. <laughs>